0: So in, in Ephesians chapter six, it beginning at verse 10, feel familiar passage of scripture, it says, finally, my brethren, be what strong in the Lord and in the power of his might it says here, put on the whole arm of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, because we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole arm of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, stand therefore... Having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And we can stop right there. When Paul begins to talk about this, it was so funny because a young man had texted me and he said, yo, 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 Mark. What does it mean to put on the whole armor of God? And I told him. I said, well, you know, I know the world breaks it down little by little. But Paul ends this thing by saying, which is the word of God. And I know you probably never saw it before. This is Paul. I mean, we just have to read it. He breaks it down. He says, he says take the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand in the evil day and have it done all to stand. Stand there for it. And then he starts to talk about these little things. They say that maybe he was standing next to a Roman soldier. And he names off these little key points. He says, you know, uh, having your loins girt about with truth. You know, any Hebrew knows the word of God is truth. Having on the breastplate of righteousness. Righteousness comes by faith without faith, uh, without hearing the word. You ain't going to get faith. We know that. You need the preparation of the gospel of peace, the shield of faith. The helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit. But all of that, he says here, is the word of God. And a lot of times we get so confused with the teachers today because they're trying to tell you to go after a helmet and go after a shield and go after the sword. And Paul says, hey, man, just you ain't got to do all that. The word of God is so important to a believer. So any Hebrew in their mind, when they think about Paul here talking about be strong in the Lord, there's only one place where the Lord tells somebody in the scriptures to be strong in the Lord. You know that? Do you all know where that's at? If you were, Now listen, Paul grew up studying the first five books of the Bible. That's his mindset. That's why he preaches a lot from the first five books. He doesn't dissentiate from the, from the first five books. Even in 2 Timothy, Paul tells Timothy, you know the scriptures which are able to make you wise unto salvation. All scripture is given by God. Okay, and it's profitable for what? Doctrine, reproof, correction, instruction, and righteousness that the man of God may be what? Perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. He says, Timothy, you know the scriptures. He wasn't talking about any letter that he wrote. Matter of fact, he wasn't even talking about Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. He said, you know, you know the scriptures which are able to make you wise unto salvation. Amen, and we know Peter's testimony. He said that we haven't uh, followed cunningly devised fables when we made known unto you the mysteries of God and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He said holy men of God moved by the Spirit of God gave them the scriptures. And he wasn't talking about Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John nor another letters that Paul wrote to the church. He was talking about the true scripture Let's go over to Joshua chapter one. Can we do that? Now, Joshua is so important because the Lord had waited. There was a lot of people at that time that were not going to cross over into the promised land. He said, "You ain't." He said, "Moses, you know you was tripping one day, and I told you you wasn't going, but I'll let you climb up the mountain and take a look over." Now, Paul, reading. These first five books over and over and over and over and over again, because the Bible tells us to. (laughs) If you ever just start reading the Bible, the Bible always tells you that wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way, Psalms 119, by taking heed according to your word. Psalms 1 says, blessed is the man who walks, it, not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. but his delight is in what? The law of the Lord. And the law shall he what? Meditate day and night. Did it say meditate only on Monday? Did it say meditate on it only on Tuesday? Did it say, hey, take your time and pick one day out of the year and meditate on it? It says to meditate on the law day and night. Then you'll be like a tree. So it's something about this book of the law or teaching and instruction that Paul talks about it to Timothy, okay? And also, too, I'm here to tell you that maybe he's talking about the same thing that the Lord is going to talk to Joshua about here, how to be strong in the Lord. I tell you right now, how many get weak like SWV? You know, remember SWV? I get so weak in the knees. You know what I'm saying? Y'all remember that song? If you're old like me, you remember, you know, sometimes when you, you, you're a believer, you just get weak. You have all the best intentions in the world when, you, when you're sitting in the presence of the Lord. You're like, Lord, you know what? You're right. I'm, I'm going to change my ways. And the Lord is like, I know, baby. Let, well, go on with it. You try to encourage you. Go on with it. You, you do your homework, girl. I see you in that work. I see you. And once you leave the room, they just start getting on their phone. And by the time you come in, they sit the phone down, look at you like, I'm still in here. So it's tough. This Right here is very, very tough to do. Psalms 1 talks about it. Joshua talks about it. The Lord begins to talk to Joshua the same way Paul is talking to you and I in Ephesians chapter 6. Because even though Joshua is going to deal with physical people, the Lord lets you and I know that we are not wrestling against flesh and blood. But we are wrestling with principalities and powers and the rulers of the darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places. So even though physically they saw a Pharaoh and his magicians and his taskmasters and all the Egyptians, the Bible tells us that we are dealing with Satan himself. Jesus, like I told you last week, Peter said he came uh, to this, you know, to pretty much destroy the devil. To heal all those that were oppressed by Satan, that's what he came to do. And today, you and I cannot look at any physical person. We have to understand that we are wrestling against Satan himself. When Jesus came, they never saw a man. When he was uh, uh, fasting and was led up into the uh, mountain by the Spirit, it was Satan that came to him. And begin to tempt him. And even when he revealed it to Peter, he said, Peter, Satan desires to sift you like wheat. I know you're leaving church this morning. I know you've got a lot of great things on your heart and mind. Matter of fact, when you hear the word, it convicts your heart and you say, you know what? I don't want to be like this. And then Paul is telling him, well, listen, son and daughter, you ain't wrestling against no man or woman. And you ain't even wrestling against yourself. It's this dude called Satan, and he is like Pharaoh. And every time you say to yourself, I'm coming out of this, he says, no, you're not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he gives you and I the key. God is always, Jesus said, Moses didn't give you the true bread from heaven. He says, I am that bread from heaven. I am the unleavened bread. And if you understand what the unleavened bread is, we know the unleavened bread is the word of God, the word of truth. And if you continue in my word, you will know the truth and the truth will what? Set you free. Even though I can say this over and over again. And even though when you get up, Get your stuff together and as soon as you walk out that door, the enemy has to rob you of the commitment that you have made to God because you heard the word of the Lord and you agreed with it but it's his job to steal it out of your heart so by the time you get back home you're right back where you started from again you forget all about church, you're caught up on your phone, you're caught up in TV we're caught up in sin and we we just, and and listen, he, he laughs and he says you ain't going nowhere. So Joshua, the Lord gives him a commandment and also Joshua's brothers give him a commandment. And they say the same thing to Joshua that Paul is saying to you and I this morning. Joshua chapter one. It says here. Now, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord. It came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, or Yahashua, the son of Nun. Moses' his minister saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, you and all the people and unto the land which I do give them, to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses. Could you imagine that? Every... Place You find yourself in today instead of that place having dominion over you, you have dominion over that place. Could you imagine every relationship, every place, everything instead of those things having dominion over you that you have dominion over it? It Is it possible? Is that, do you think that could be it? Or do you still think that, nah, it's based on credit. Verse four says, from the wilderness in this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites and unto the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your coast. Listen to verse five. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee All the days of thy life. Now, we, like Paul said, are not wrestling against any man or woman, but against principalities and powers and the rulers of the darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places. They shall not be able to stand against you and I. All the days of our life. Do you hear what I'm saying? Do you believe it? Oh, let me tell you right now. He talked about the shield of faith, didn't he? Did he talk about that? After we get finished this, let's go back and let's just look at it from his mindset. Because there's something about what the Lord is talking to Joshua about. It's a reminder to Joshua of all the things that they were taught in the wilderness. As I was with Moses... I will be with you, I will not fail you, nor forsake you. Now, here's the ticket. When you leave church today, this is the Lord talking to each and every one of us. Verse six. When you get up and you get all your stuff together, you get your keys and we hug each other and we tell each other how much we love each other. You hear what I'm saying? This is when... We got to put on the arm of God. When we leave, because we're two or three of gathered, he's what? In the midst. It can't touch us as long as we're with Jesus. You know what I'm saying? It's when you and I leave. Be strong, just like Paul says be strong and of a good courage, for unto this people, you shall divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. You know, we gotta be strong like I told you. There are people depending on you and I and, and, and are we making it? Our, our children, our grandchildren, our siblings, parents are dependent on you and I if we make it. Verse seven, only be thou strong And very courageous, that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but you shall meditate therein day and night. That you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then shall you make your way prosperous and then you shall have good success. Have not I commanded thee be strong and of a good courage? Be not afraid because God has not given us the spirit of fear but of power and what? Neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee wherever you go. Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people, saying, Pass through the host, and command the people, saying, prepare, prepare victuals and all the things, because we shall go over this day to possess the land which the Lord our God has given you to possess. He has given us The very place where we live at, the place where he has planted us, he has given us uh, uh, the power. Behold, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the works of the enemy. Yes, he has. Uh, Let's see verse 3. Remember the word which Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you. The Lord, your God, has given you rest and has given you this land. Verse 18 says... Whosoever he be that does rebel against thy commandment and will not hearken unto the words and all that thou commandest him, he shall be put to death. Only be strong and of a good courage. Over and over again, here in the beginning of Joshua, Joshua begins to take the children of Israel over. When Yahshua, or we call the Gentiles, call him Jesus, begins to take you and I over the Jordan in our life, he tells us. <coughs> to be strong and of a good courage and that this book of the law should not depart out of our mouth. Why? Because the apostle Paul talks to us in Timothy that from a child you have known the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture given by inspiration of God and it's profitable for doctrine, reproof, correction, instruction and righteousness. That the man or woman of God may be perfect and thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Do you hear what I'm saying? The truth ain't always pretty. So wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed according to his word. Meditating on Passover. I continued over and over again as I told you for the past couple of weeks. A little leaven. leaveneth the whole lump. So, what is the leaven in our life? Only we know that. Only we know how the enemy comes to distract us. Only we know how he approaches us. Hey, what up, AJ? Hey, man, how was church? Hey, what's up, Zoe? Hey, was just texting you, trying to see how church was. Was the message okay? Oh, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. What's up, T? What you working on today, baby? I'm just trying to check on you. See how your treatments is going. You know I love you. Word, 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 word. Yo, man, I'm gonna come through. We know how the enemy approaches us. He approaches us like one of them pedophiles while we're in the playground. Inside the fence? Yeah, you know he always comes like that all the time with a little smile on his face, a balloon and some candy don't he <laughs> I know AJ know what I'm talking about AJ like man don't go to that don't, look don't go to that clown he come with a little happy face and everything he ain't never sad is he what up baby it's your boy <laughs> he always come with the stuff that is so attractive to you and I Sheila I tell you man when I was listening to Sheila this morning and she said you know what when he comes with that gossip, ooh, we wake up. We don't wake up for church. <laughs> but boy, let somebody text you that. Ooh, you be like, oh, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me go outside. Let me go outside. You know, you know what everybody here? You, know you know what I'm saying? When you see people get up and they walk out the room with their phone, hold on, hold on, hold on, and they got to go outside, you're looking at them like, well, is it about me? Is it about me? <laughs> You know it's got to be about you if they not got up and say, hold on, hold on, hold on. They, they lowered the volume on the phone. Hold on, I said. And they go outside all the way down the driveway to the road, standing in traffic. You're like, is that about me? Like, what happened last night that I, you know? And when they come in, they come in quietly and sit down and don't say nothing to you. Yeah. <laughs> but they were just sitting there asleep. Like, you couldn't get them to wake up night yo, You want to go to Walmart a little bit? Boy, when that phone went off, boy, they got up. They were wide-eyed, bushy-tailed, ready to go. Sheila had me laughing this morning because it was so true what she said. When it comes to some nonsense, we get up for the nonsense. That pedophile spirit called Satan is standing there with that little balloon. Them little Hershey kisses, all the little things you like. And he's just smiling over at the fence. And he hopes one of us goes and plays with him. And then people want to get mad at Satan. We knew who he was when we walked to the fence. We were sitting in church. We could feel it in our heart. The Holy Spirit was like, Now, when you see that clown at the fence, what are you going to do? I'm not even going to go, Satan. Satan's like, are you sure? Because you just went all last year. I know, but that's my bad. See, I was in a bad place, Satan. You know, Satan, had, you know, I was, I was in a bad place. You know, I was going through some things. So I wasn't on my game. But see, today, coming off Passover, I'm right here. I'm waiting on him. I'm waiting on him. So the Lord says, now remember, we're going back to our foundation scripture. We're going to put on the whole arm of God. I I got it, Lord. Remember what I told Joshua? You know, the children of Israel, they always talk a good game. You claiming that you the new Israel. Remember, Sister Carol hit the nose on the head. She said, we are grafted in. We with them now. And you know, Israel always what? Kills the prophets. They killed the Mashiach. So we got to know what's in us. All right. Now, some of us here say, I would have never yelled out Barabbas. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, remember this. For the last time, Paul says, you know the scriptures that are going to make you wise. You are not wrestling with a clown. It literally is Satan. And he does not want to let you go. This is very, very important. I know we, we've been laughing all morning. We were having a really, really good time with it. But you have to understand how important scripture is Mm -hmm. and why the enemy gives us phones and all these different types of technology, and it's wonderful, and I don't see nothing wrong going to Six Flags with your family and just kind of letting your hair down, as they say, and blowing off steam and having a good time going out to the lake and everything. Mm -hmm. But can't you fit at least an hour in? Like Jesus told the disciples, you can't pray with me one hour. We can't go through the scriptures like together at all? I know, Jesus, I put you down for five o'clock. <laughs> because we wrestle, verse 12 in Ephesians chapter six, one more time for, all, for everybody. Don't be messing with that candy, Junior. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Do we understand that? That when the children of Israel were going to go take the land that was promised to them, Didn't Satan take Jesus up on a high mountain and say, hey, you see all this land right here? It belongs to me. Even though in the scriptures back here, it looks like people. It wasn't people. Amen. Amen. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, Mm -hmm. against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore. We have to have some type of devotion. We got to spend some time. We have to forcibly, when Joshua says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We can't serve the phone and the TV and all the other stuff. We talked about things that distracted us like food and, and all this other stuff that we love more than God. Only you know what you, what you love, what you're really devoted to. We started talking about sexual immorality and stuff. You know, as, as a church, we started naming off very, very good points of things that will control people. And, and it's tough. So we have to take unto us the whole armor of God. And when he lists this whole armor of God, he's describing the word of God. Because that's what Joshua is talking to us about. It'll make you prosperous and make you have good success. It'll protect you. This is what the Lord told Joshua that he needed to do. That the book of the law should not depart out of his mouth so that when he crossed over that Jordan and he began to go, that the power of God would go with him. He needed to meditate in those scriptures while they were conquering. And even after conquering, he still had to be disciplined to meditate on those scriptures because a little leaven, what? Leavens the whole love. The whole armor of God that you may be to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Then it says when you've exhausted you don't feel like it. You just need a break. God says that's when you got to get into it. When you just don't have nothing left, and you're just sitting there, people have got on your last nerves, and you just want to scream. The Lord says, this is when you have to search for me with your whole heart. you got to go spend some time with me. Instead, having your loins girt about with truth. Jesus tells you and I that his word is truth and have on the breastplate of righteousness. The preparation of the gospel of peace, there is peace on earth and goodwill towards men. The shield of faith, faith cometh by hearing and hearing how by the word of God. The helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And I know that Let's turn to Philippians chapter 3. I know that a lot of times I talk to people about. uh, You know. Paul's testimony. How do you know that's what Paul was thinking? (laughs) Well you have to treat. The word of God and whatever it is you're preaching, like you are in a court. I say that all the time to my brothers and sisters. You have to treat, if you're gonna preach and you're gonna teach, we have to study because Paul told us that we have to study to show ourselves approved. A workman needing not be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth. So we have to pull scriptures out. Even when some of y'all graduate and go for your Ph.D., you have to put your uh, thesis together to get that Ph.D. You've got to have your points and counterpoints in check. Do you understand that? And if you got it all in check, then they will give you your doctorate. You don't need an honorary doctorate. You need a real doctorate because based on your facts, okay, and, um, and all the evidence that you have presented, your body of work, these people give you that doctorate, all right? Now, in Philippians chapter 3, and I'm going to end it this way so I can get on up out of here. We have to understand how Paul thinks. We talked about last week when we were talking about the different jabs, how we pointed out over and over again that he's the Lord God of the Hebrews. And if you have a Hebrew mindset, I'm not trying to say that you need to go be a black Israelite. I'm not trying to say that you need to leave your nationality, change your name to something else. I'm not telling you to do that. The father is seeking people to worship him, not change who they are. All right. You don't have to. You ain't got to get circumcised. Have a circumcised heart like Moses was preaching to the people. He was like, it's not about the physical circumcision. It's a circumcised heart. And the people were like, well, are like, what do we get physically? Circ-? Just ah, do what he tells you to do, but know that he needs your heart circumcised. This is Paul's testimony right here in Philippians, you know, Philippians chapter 3. I'm just going to read it from the beginning. You just do what you want to do. I'm, you're the jury and I'm just the, you know, the little lawyer in here defending Paul. And y'all see if I can convert you that he's a Hebrew and his mindset is different than what other people are teaching. It says, finally, my brother, rejoice in the Lord. To write the same things to you to me indeed is not grievous but for you, safe. Beware of dogs. <laughs> Beware of evil workers. Beware of the concision. For we are the circumcision. We worship God in the spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Though I might also have confidence in the flesh, if any other man thinketh that he has whereof he might trust in the flesh. I more circumcise the eighth day of the stock of Israel, the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as touching the law, a Pharisee. That's his own statement. A Hebrew mindset, not a New Testament Mindset as the world tries to give us a New Testament mindset with philosophy and psychology all mixed in a little bit of leaven. Leaven's what? The whole lump. Concerning zeal, you want to talk about somebody who's fired up for the Lord? Persecuting the church, touching the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. He means when it comes to really being one of them, ooh, they couldn't touch me. I was real. I was about that life. But what things were gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ. Yes, doubtless, and I count all things lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and do count them dung, that I may win Christ and be found in Him, not having my own righteousness which is of the law, but that which is through faith of Christ, the righteousness, which is of God by faith. Paul, you can go ahead and read the rest when you get home, but he starts to talk to you about his thought process. It changed. He grew up a Hebrew, still is a Hebrew, but he transitioned like all others that came to Jesus by faith. So when he begins to talk to you and I about being strong in the Lord, I'm telling you the only place in Scripture where the Lord is talking to someone about being strong is in the book of Joshua. He said, don't go to the left and don't go to the right. Don't go to the phone. Don't go to the television. Don't go to your so-called friends. Don't go to the people, places and things. He said, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but you should meditate there in day and night, and then you'll make your way prosperous and have great success. He told him three to four times to be strong in the Lord. We have to be strong in the Lord. It's not telling people that you're strong in the Lord. It's when you make a decision to worship God. And to put everything away and make time for Jesus, to be devoted to Jesus, to worship Jesus. The people in the world at a certain time go worship false idols. We worship the true God and we open up the book. And like Sheila says, that the enemy comes. And for some reason, when you begin to read the word of God, two things are either going to happen. Either you're going to get real sleepy or sometimes you can't put it down. Paul talks about after that, all prayer and supplication. Ephesians chapter 6, he starts to talk about prayer and what? Supplication. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. It's something about praying and then getting into the word of God and asking the Holy Spirit to please discipline me to open up this book. And even though I've read it countless of times, by faith I do this because I believe that reading this, I will make my way prosperous and I will have great success. Everything, the law or the Torah or teaching and instruction is that chief cornerstone that was rejected by Israel. When the Lord, like A.J. was right, honor, honor, Thy father and mother. It is a chief cornerstone. It's the first commandment with a promise. And everything else is built on. The prophets. All the other books. Joshua to Malachi. Are built on top of this teaching and instruction called Torah. The first four books. The gospels are built on top of that. All the teachings of Paul are built on top of that. So that the foundation Like Jesus taught them, is those first five books, is the foundation, the chief cornerstone. You think that it's about Abraham and you little kids. No. He told his disciples, it's all about me. It's all about me. Everything that he's going to do in our lives, when people look at the Passover, and how he brought the children of Israel out. And listen, when he brought the children of Israel out... The scripture says, where are my enemies? And that's what we want. We want to get to a place to where we look around. Our enemies are not there because we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. It's Satan who we wrestle with and we will continue to wrestle with our whole life. That's why Jesus could sit there and say, forgive them. Forgive the people, Lord, because they don't know what they do. But when those spirits had entered those people and began to speak those things against yelling out Barabbas and crucify him, that wasn't the people. That was the seed of Satan working through people. And when you and the Lord begin to get on the same page, (laughs) they're not going to like you either. And I'm telling you, when they stop liking you, Jesus said, that's when you know, what the cross is all about because they're going to want to kill you. They killed Martin Luther King because he brought evil out. It wasn't the white people that were evil. It was Satan working through those people. And when you push the right button by faith, oh, he comes screaming. He comes hollering. And Israel always killed the prophets. It wasn't the people outside of Israel that killed the prophets. It was God's own people that killed the prophets. Amen? Amen? Anybody else got anything on their heart? It gets real. Remember, the test is when the door opens. You're safe right now. All right? Remember, that TV is waiting for Sister Sheila. That phone is waiting for Corinthia. And you little kids, there's a clown at the fence with a balloon. And yes, he does. And he seems to know your name, doesn't he? You're like, get out of here, I'm not talking to you, I was just, I just wanted to